0: Hello and welcome to the Candy Gibbs podcast. We hope you enjoy this message. For more information about upcoming events, this podcast, and for other resources, visit candygibbs.com. Well, we want to welcome you to the podcast today, and I am blessed and very honored to have with me today two very special women in my life. Um, Both of these moms have imparted wisdom to me as I have had the experience of raising my sons and my kids, really all Maddie included. Um, But their wisdom and their commitment to listen to the direction of the Lord in every aspect of their families has truly been a blessing to me um, as I have just observed them as wives and moms, and so you are going to gain so much today from hearing from uh, two of my precious friends, Suzanne Schroeder and Janelle Saylor, and thank you guys for taking time to come this morning. You're welcome. We are super excited. Um, Okay, we're going to talk about sons today. Uh, Both of these moms and I have daughters as well, and I have... My experience has been it's a little bit different raising daughters than it is sons. Would you agree with that? It's so true. It's yes. a lot
1: different. <laughs> it's a lot
0: different, the approach that you have to take it and is. some of the things that you have to overcome. Mm-hmm. So we want to talk today specifically about raising sons, um, some of the things that we've learned, maybe some of the things that we would have done a little bit differently, um, or even just to offer some encouragement to moms out there who are in the thick of it. It's funny, just yesterday, we here at Hope Choice were having a staff meeting. And we went around and took prayer requests from each one of our 20 staff members. And two of them said, "Um, I have a very strong-willed son. And I don't even know what to say about that except pray for me and pray for my son. And I thought how fitting that is because we can all relate to that. So um, I want to start by just asking you to maybe describe what your relationships with those boys was like as they were growing up and then maybe kind of compare that to where you're at now. So would one of you like to start?
2: Mm
0: -hmm. I had a strong-willed son. Um, The encouraging
1: part of having a strong-willed son is if you guide and direct those strengths that are really a weakness as he's growing up, and it's really Mm -hmm. hard to battle those weaknesses and try to keep the path going, become his greatest strengths as an adult. Mm -hmm. because he is strong. He is able to handle what needs to be handled. He is wise. He is all the things he needs to be as an adult. Because of his strong will, he is able to meet what he needs to do. Mm -hmm. But growing up, it's quite a challenge Mm -hmm. to handle a strong-willed child.
0: It really is the sharpening of the arrow. You know, they are born with a certain makeup, and a certain bent, and it's our jobs as moms to sharpen that arrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the process of that is difficult. Yes. The outcome is wonderful. Yes. But those those moments of grinding can be very much grinding. Very yeah. True. And I had
2: three sons, so my oldest was the pretty classic firstborn, driven, compliant, non-rebellious. I don't think he had a rebellious bone in his body all of his life, probably. Then the second one was my strong-willed one. And I often think if I had known then what I know now and could have, if God had just opened the curtain a little bit to show me that he would now be leading men in Afghanistan in the middle of a firefight or commanding a, uh, a group, of a whole company of men as they secured air bases in Somalia or whatever, I might have been a little more, you know, uh, Content with fighting all those battles we had to fight, but you, I encourage moms, you just don't know what the purposes God has for this child, and He's built into them that strong will for His to for those purposes, mm-hmm. the very things. Not all of your strong-willed sons will be captains in the army, but um, there is a purpose that He's given them that strong will for, and I'm, so looking back, I think, man, I should have, I should have embraced it more than fought it, probably. Yeah, but you do tend to. Kind of fight that because you want them to fall into line of, of uh, the perfect kind of son that would it's not rebellious that seeks the Lord, loves the Lord, and sometimes those little strong-willed ones just go their own path. Mm-hmm. And so keeping them constantly pushing them back onto the, the right path gets weary. Oh, it and does. It's very <laughs> weary.
0: Yeah, because we, we do usually have one that kind of stays on the middle line. Just I'm just on in the middle line, right? But just trying to keep those strong will guys out of the bar ditch on this side and out of the bar ditch on the If you can just sort of stay in the street, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> uh, then then we're good.
2: That's and sometimes I would feel like I'm focusing so much attention on keeping this child, you know, from climbing and killing himself or whatever he's doing, stepping across the line, that I neglected the other two that are. Easily to raise or, or whatever. So there's you got to keep a balance on that too, and um, and make them feel just as secure, just as wanted, and that their life and their what they're doing is is important. Uh, when you're trying to struggle with this one, that's uh, seems almost to be almost yeah, mm-hmm. demanding your attention. Oh, right, mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. that's right. That's mm-hmm. a good point. If you could go back. And give yourself parenting advice when your boys were around 10. What do you think you would have
2: said? Um, You know, I was a hugger when they were young, and it seemed like we reached a point where hugging was not just a great thing for them. And so I stopped hugging, and I would go back and tell myself, keep hugging. Uh Keep Uh communicating. When I read in the book this chapter on communication, I was really um, struck by the communication skills you had with your son, and you were intentional on continuing to communicate and making them communicate with you. And so I think I would work on that more. I love the fact that you and Jake sat down and had um, you kind of laid out how you wanted to communicate as he went off to college. Um, and I love that. That's really uh, a neat thing. Um, So communicating, making sure that they um, know that I love them no matter what they've done. Yep. Um, And for me, I probably needed to, um, you know, back 40 years ago, um, just the idea of intimacy with the Lord and, um, you know, crawling up into the Lord's lap and letting Him uh, embrace you through your struggles. That was just not a concept that we knew. So to, um, I would I'd go to the prayer closet and, because I was fighting a battle most uh-huh, generally, but uh-huh. I needed the time there to probably restore my own soul and give me strength to go out and fight those battles. And I would do more of that. I wish I had had a different perspective on what I would do in my prayer closet. You got to do some fighting, but you got to do some resting too. And um, then, to be more intentional, I think I left a lot of. Uh, the spiritual growth of my children up to the church because we were there every time the doors opened and um, didn't take that on at home as much as maybe I should have and more intentional about that too. Now
0: you guys raised your families together, right? We did. We did. I'm just yeah. now remembering, I've heard about yeah. y'all getting together pretty regularly. And Once a could. month for years. Yeah. Oh, for that's dinner. so good. Just
1: the adults. Just yeah, have, that's <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Suzanne's oldest son was the best man at our son's wedding. Yes. They were friends all through school. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so mm-hmm. good. Yeah, yeah, it's
2: been a great relationship. Yeah. And Janelle was one of those moms that you know at school they may not do this anymore, but you can write down a parent that you can call if something happens and mm-hmm. you can't get there. And Janelle has rescued me a few times. <laughs> yeah, with, because I had patients in the chair or I had a full day scheduled, and so she would go up and she could you know take an extra change of clothes or oh, whatever yeah. that child needed. So we were, yeah, you were partners. That's we right. Were. We were. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: What's your advice, Miss Janelle? I agree with Suzanne,
1: the communication thing that you had going with Jake and with Tanner both just blew me away. Mm -hmm. I didn't do that. I did communicate with my son. Sometimes it was a way he wouldn't want me to communicate like what we're doing wrong, what we need to change. I would go back and do more loving communication. Mm -hmm. He did know I loved him, I did tell him that, but to, to act in the ways that you mentioned in the book. And the spiritual training, we were there every time the doors opened i was the organist at the church we were there and they had plenty of opportunity to pick up a lot of spiritual training
2: yeah
1: but we did do some at home too not to the extent that you mentioned in the book again i think that was part of the culture
0: Mm -hmm.
1: that we were raising children in you know because the idea of personal time with god was a good thing and was practiced at that time but some of these other things were not necessarily in the mm-hmm. forefront
0: mm-hmm.
1: of spiritual training when we were raising our children. Mm-hmm. We did read the Bible. We had prayer time. We had family group Bible study time for a period of time. But th- that drifted off because the kids were too busy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when they start, and that's when we stopped our once a month getting together is because <laughs> the kids got too old, too busy, too many activities, and there was no... <coughs>
0: No downtime.
1: No downtime for right. us. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: It was a
2: different culture. It was. It definitely was. It was. Um, and how it's modeled for you, too. Oh, yeah. You know, and our mm-hmm. parents, my parents didn't really model that right. too much. I probably did better than they did. And thank goodness mm-hmm. and my son that is married and has children is really very genuine, diligent. Very He is.
1: Yeah. I think every generation has a chance to improve That's right. on what's yeah. been done before.
0: Yeah, because it's a building. It is. You know, I've heard people say, I want my ceiling to be your floor. Right. And I just, you know, it needs to build. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the things when you both mentioned the communication um, part of moms and sons, the same kind of thing happens with dads and daughters, and it usually happens once the the daughter starts to look like a young lady. Mm -hmm. The dad is uncomfortable then. Like, I don't know. Should I show affection? Should I not? This is a little Mm -hmm. bit awkward. Mm -hmm. And we as moms with the boys kind of go through the same thing. True. And, you know, the number is on average, a a woman speaks 21,000 words a day. And a male speaks seven Right. words so we're talking three times the amount that they are and I remember one day in particular and it was Jake and um, he is he is just tell me what the rules are tell me what the plan is and I'm all about it that's wow. just his personality that's great. but he is a guy. And I remember he was about 13, and he he wasn't unkind to me, but he said something, and it hurt my feelings. It was just a short answer. And I went in the bathroom, and I was like, I cannot believe it. He just hurt my feelings, Lord. And I felt like the Lord said, he cannot read your mind. And he is not responsible for your unmet expectations that you do not communicate to him. Mm-hmm. And that is when I started sitting down and saying, I know that you don't need this much talk time, but I do, and I'm always going to need it, and your wife is going to need it. Mm -hmm. And so we've got, when you don't understand how I'm acting, you have to say, Mom, are you mad? What's going on? And I have to be able to do that, too. And he still, you know, one of the things I think I said in the book with Jake in particular, I said, I need to talk to you every day, even when you go to school. And we pretty much have, and on the few days that he's missed, he'll text and say, Mom, I'm sorry I haven't called you, but I'm going into this, and everything's good. But he is, his desire is mm-hmm. to communicate the way that I need him to. And I think most of our sons as adults... Mm-hmm. Would feel the same way. But we have to own a little bit of the responsibility of saying, it kind of hurts my feelings when, and so could we work toward? Yeah. And they just mm-hmm. don't know. They're just guys, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, so, what you mentioned in the book, that's good training because a wife is going to need the same
1: thing. Man, what better place to learn it than at home? Like so right. many other things, don't wait till they leave home to try to learn this lesson. Mm-hmm. Learn it while well, you're here with guidance.
0: Yeah. True, very good. How do you think raising mm-hmm. sons impacted your spiritual growth personally?
1: A lot more prayer. <laughs> <laughs> it improved. You it. talk
2: about wearing out the carpet, you know, beside yeah. their bed or outside the door of their bedroom. Boy, howdy, you, when you have strong-willed ones, especially, because you're just floundering for any help at all. Lord, help me. And why, you know, but now looking back. I don't know, it's, if I would trade for, I would not, I would not want them to have to walk through what they walked through, having a prodigal son, but then again, I look and see what that has done as God's brought him back in his life, the lessons he's learned and the hard stuff, God, as he says, he's going to use it for good. Absolutely. But but one of the things in the book statement you said, praying for, over, and with our sons might quite possibly be one of the highest callings of a mother. When our sons hear us doing battle on their behalf, it gives them confidence to do the same. Love that. Um, I did most of my battling and praying probably on my own. And to sit, you know, when we our kids would pray, it was really cute and sweet to hear them pray their little prayers. But now I hear my grandchildren pray, and they're praying for blessing and favor in people's lives. Like, wow. It's pretty powerful stuff. And I yeah. thought if I had done... What you did with your boys and let them hear me pray those things into them rather than doing it alone in my own you know, quiet time or prayer time. So that was powerful. That's something that parents certainly need to embrace. Sit there on the bed, let them pray, but boy, pray into them things. That, and when they hear it, it just activates, I think, those words in their heart. And God can use that. Don't you
0: think that sometimes, I think that, that sometimes... Um, moms feel like, I don't, I'm not going to do that or I don't do that because I'm afraid that I might get emotional. They Mm -hmm. may see me cry. They may hear me be worried or, you know, pour that out. And I just think we get the idea that we want our kids to think we have got it all together. Mm -hmm. But no, they don't want to think that you're perfect. They need yeah. to see that you battle through things, too. Yeah. And um, so I think that's great. And I, I know and just that you. I just learned I'm a crier. That's right. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: mom, prays she's going to cry. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's the way it is. My poor daughter inherited said, Mom, I've got the same. Thing. Oh, I know. It starts and happening. It I
0: know. And it happens like Maddie has recently called me, and she's like, you can't believe that? I'm crying. I'm like, I told you. It was, it was inevitable. It gets worse. I think it just shows
2: the tenderness of heart is what people have said that you're just... It does. I'm, I don't know. That you will. know,
1: I didn't, I didn't know. This sounds really stupid speaking it out loud, but I did not know to pray out loud for my children. Mm-hmm. I, I do pray over my grandchildren. When I'm at their home or when they're with me at my home, we last thing before they close their eyes, they're already in bed, we're cuddled together, and we pray. And if they want to pray, they will. And if they don't, I don't force it. But then I pray over them so they can hear me say the things that I feel about them mm-hmm. and what I want from them, what I foresee in their future, oh, yeah. what I want them to become, And how I want God to work in their lives. And when I started doing that, I thought, oh, I missed out. Yes. Why didn't I know to do this for my children? Where did I miss this? Mm -hmm. But I did. I prayed for them. Mm -hmm. But they
0: didn't hear it. Yeah. Right.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So good. That was really good. Yeah, that is very
0: good. What is your favorite aspect of having a son or being a mom to a son? Well, it's been adventurous.
2: <laughs> I love adventure. But the things they have included me in, in their adventures, I love that. That mm-hmm. they would be thoughtful enough to say, my son invited me to, um, I got to sail on the Navy ship with him for nine days, you know, across the ocean, as, on a tiger cruise, oh, they call it. Oh, wow. Or, um, invited us to come, you know, Kyle invited us to come to Normandy when he was going to be there. And just the things that they include us in. Um, yeah. So I love that. I love um, knowing that um, God needs them. I mean, God needs men that will stand. And in this day and time, he's got, oh my, he needs godly men so, so desperately. And I love watching that process mm-hmm. as they become that. Day. Oh, yeah. And um, seeing one become a father and excel at fathering, that's so great to see them um, walk into that calling too. And then the, the tender and compassionate side, oh, yeah. the strong-willed and buff young man that will actually cry over something oh, or yeah. is tender and compassionate towards those that are um, that need it and towards children, how they love children. So oh, yeah. it's, it's fun to watch all those different things surface in their life.
0: Absolutely. And Jeez. I just want to encourage you, don't allow fear or oh, yeah. nervousness to steal that adventure from you as a mom if he invites you to do something even if it makes you a little uncomfortable go and do it because it yeah. will be so meaningful to him
2: too that you were willing to to do it like i and you'll want be glad us, you did. yeah Kyle wanted us to climb a, a 13,000 or you know or something and i was like oh i can't he said just go at your own pace mom you Can do it well. I was an hour behind them, but you but know, you did I made. well. Yes. I'll do the last 500 feet, but I almost made it. There you go. Um, yes. it's just like a, yes. um, 13,000, 1300. How many feet is it? It's probably 13, 13,000. 000. Yeah, you're right, 13,159 to be exact.
0: If it was in New Mexico, yeah, Been there oh done that, girl, huh? yes, I have. <laughs>
2: That's another story we'll have to cover. <laughs> what about you, Janelle?
1: Well, I agree with Suzanne. It's the adventure of them as an adult. Mm-hmm. Bet, well, there was adventure growing up, oh too. Oh, my goodness. I mean, yeah. mm-hmm. But as an adult, to be the mom of a son is just delightful because you see the results of the strong-willed child and what you, what he has become through all of the struggles. And to see his His tenderness toward his wife, his loving relationship with his children, how they relate to him. Um, It's just, it's rewarding. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, thank you, God, you know. Through all of the pain, through all of the struggle, through all of the difficulties, here is the reward. Mm -hmm. This is what you had in mind. Mm -hmm. This is what you have wrought from what we have gone through. And where we have struggled. And oh God, you have done great, great work. This is a beautiful thing to see. Oh, wow. It's just really neat.
2: It is very rewarding. It yes. Is. And you just realize how very blessed. And sharing Jake's experiences, watching them in sports, ex- well, not even excel, but just participate. Oh, yeah. And um, whether it be in music or art or whatever it is your son is doing, just knowing that they're um, giving their all to it. Mm-hmm. I had one that was a hurdler, and oh my goodness, I just hated hurdles. And uh, oh, yeah. that you just pray constantly that they don't catch a toe and fall, <laughs> but there's lessons learned in catching a toe and falling. To That's right. Um, but I loved watching them when they do sporting events. Too. Just oh, yeah. be their wrestling, especially just individual sports. Oh. When like wrestling, and your boys did.
0: It's something. It's, and I've often thought... Um, You know, Mary, Jesus was fully God and fully man, for sure. So the most amazing person, God, ever. Um, But Mary, to me, if I had to choose who I think must have been the strongest person, I would pick Mary.
2: Wow, that's
0: good. Because to imagine being a mom and raising this son and having all of that maternal you know, instinct that she had and relationship that she had and having to watch him endure the things that he did. Um, But what strikes me about her story is as difficult as it had to have been for her to watch her son experience those things, she was always there. And at any moment during any of that, he could turn to his mom, who could not rescue him uh, or change the circumstance, but to just gain strength Mm -hmm. and approval and support from his mom, just being there. Mm -hmm. And not to that degree, but I can certainly relate to so many times with the boys where I thought, I cannot fix this, Mm -hmm. but you will not turn around and not see me here supporting kind of, you, yeah. and they do gain strength from that, mm-hmm. uh, just to know they're not alone. So, mm-hmm. yeah, but, whoo, broken noses, broken arms, broken necks, broken hearts, yeah. It, yeah. Whoo, mm-hmm. and you can't mm-hmm. fix them, mm-hmm. yeah. but you're just there, and they, they need you. Mm-hmm. Um, was there a scripture that has encouraged you specifically with these boys,
1: I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Because mm-hmm. there were times with Stronghold's Son that it was really hard to think, God, I can't do this. <laughs> yes. you know, And yeah. to go back and instead of ask, why, 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 God? I should go back and say, show me how, show me how, show me. Mm-hmm. Guide me, lead me, show me what to do. Instead of just questioning why. The other one is one of my favorite ones, favorite verses is, and you put it in the book. I found it when I was reading the book. For God has not given us the spirit of fear but of power and of love mm-hmm. and of a sound mind. I've used that in my life in so many circumstances, but even in raising a child.
2: you mm-hmm. know, Don't be
1: afraid. Mm-mm. God's leading, God's designing. He blessed you with this child. He's loaned this child to you, entrusted you mm-hmm. to be the parent to this child and all that being a parent
0: means. Yeah.
1: And then, like your book says, you're to release them. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that's a hard process, too.
0: Yes. You know, that reminds me of my my pastor, Jimmy Evans, says that you can't allow the enemy to show you a snapshot of your child, and then you base all of your hopes and dreams off of this one still moment, and I think that's where fear comes in, because certain things happen, and you think, holy moly. Right. However, it. it isn't about this moment. Mm-mm. It is about the sharpening of that arrow and what the Lord is doing in their heart and life. And I don't have to be afraid because all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord. Right. And so it is, but you do have to remind yourself over and over
2: that I'm not afraid. Mm-hmm. And the enemy's so good at recalling things uh, missed opportunities yes. and things said in anger or especially dealing with the You know, what did I do wrong when you've got a child that's prodigal and, you know, he just, it all becomes a part of what did I do, what did I not do? Mm -hmm. But so one of my favorite scriptures is Lamentations 3.22. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed. Mm -hmm. His compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. So I have found that his compassion to be great towards me and his faithfulness just, I can start every day new. Mm-hmm. It's just so comforting. And then, probably more recent, um, in in this uh, chapter on strength in the book, you talked about our God wouldn't have provided us with armor if we didn't need it. So going through, and you walk through, of course, all the pieces of armor, and I try to pray those over kids and grandkids, and um, you know, in the mili- having military sons, armor is very important, and the military has invested in you. And they're going to make sure they protect you yes. because your life is valuable to them and they need you. They need your strength, your courage, and all that. So it's kind of the same in the spiritual. God needs these men, and we need to pray that armor. Hopefully they're praying over themselves, but you never know. And then the weapons that our, our uh, sons will carry into the world. Of course, the word is the, the weapon of mm-hmm. choice for the spiritual, but in the military... Um, they don't just hand guys weapons that are eighteen years old and willy nilly let them go out and use them. There's training involved in that too. Mm-hmm. So as moms, we need to figure out a way to help train our sons to wield their weapon of, you know, God's word too. Mm-hmm. So, no, which that's is really true. important. So
0: true. Was there a favorite topic or chapter out of the book? The one that maybe spoke the most to you, or that you would. Recommend a mom who's just in the throes of the boy, the boy years. uh, Read the whole (laughs) book. My goodness, it's all. (laughs) all But I felt
2: the chapter on purity kind of broke my heart a little bit. Just knowing I did not realize the struggle and the statistics of the struggle with pornography in our our kids' lives, and um, so that's something that certainly needs to be addressed. I think the greatest enemy in our homes was the TV, Uh you know, and now the... And movies. Yeah, Mm -hmm. the pressures that parents face with um, just being able to pull something up on a device in your hand, no matter where you are, is really kind of frightening. Oh, yeah. uh, It's a very big deal. It's big. And um, then the chapter on prayer, I love the guided prayer, the topics that you walked uh, moms through as they pray for their children. Those were good, too. Good, so...
1: I like the chapter on release for moms that are to the stage of children about to fly, spread their wings. Mm -hmm. I like the part where it said the tension was a necessary part of releasing that arrow. Because I remember the tension
0: Mm
1: -hmm. as we approached the time Mm -hmm. that it was time to go off to college for our son was his release. Mm -hmm. And he was ready himself, maturity, physically, Mm -hmm. mentally, he was ready to be released at least a year before he could actually go. So there was a lot of tension Mm -hmm. because he was so ready to fly and it just couldn't be done yet. Mm -hmm. So when that tension let go and he was launched, I was like, oh, did I do enough? Was I too uh-huh. was I too uptight? Was I too stressed? Was I too mm-hmm. fill in the blank? Mm-hmm. You know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: wanting to enjoy every moment, and yet that tension yeah. is such a necessary part of releasing. You know, when they're like babies, when they're ten, when they're twelve, maybe even when they're fifteen, you just can't imagine. That that child can leave home and, and they can survive, and you can too. Uh-huh. You know, and so, but God has such a way of working that last year to make it okay in your heart mm-hmm. and strong in their heart to be able to to go. Mm-hmm. It's all one long process from the time He's given them to you at birth until the time that they are released. Oh, yeah. And in looking back, it's a short time. It's it is short. A, a but when you're in it's the middle bar. of it, you're like, will this ever end? <laughs> <You know>? True.
2: <laughs> and someone told me when my kids were little that this is the this is what your goal is, is to be able to send them out into society, well-rounded, you know, capable of taking care of themselves or whatever. So uh, when the time came to release our last one, and you've just done it, it's mm-hmm. hard, but yet I had this... A sense of pride that she was ready to go out in the world and take care of herself. And mm-hmm. that's, you spend that time, that whole 18 years or whatever, that's your job, is to get them ready to release. That's
0: right. right. And yeah. when they release, your purpose is not over. No. That's true. And yeah. there is always new, new mercies, new callings, oh, new opportunities. Um, but I think that um, just listening to you describe the tension. You know, when they're little, it really is like taking an arrow and sharpening the arrow and um, examining the arrow. Where are the weak points? What needs to be shored up and strengthened? But it takes a tremendous amount of strength in those teenage years to start pulling that bow back. Um, It's the strength that is in you as a mom um, that begins to create the tension Mm-hmm. You know, and, and so the tension is necessary. I do believe that, um, but I wish that both of you could have the experience um, that that I did because we did a podcast with Jake and Tanner, and every mom, all moms, we we think things like, "Did I do enough? Right. I wish I had never said that. I wish I hadn't done that. I mm-hmm. wish I had done this." And you can rethink it, you know, over and over and over. And you shouldn't have regret because just like we've said, you were handpicked by God to be the mom to these specific young men and young women. But if you could sit with your sons, they don't remember any of the things that you said wrong they remember my mom taught me this and she mm-hmm. taught me this and she taught me this and I'm thankful mm-hmm. for my mom. And so I would just encourage you if you are a son listening to this even if you do it in writing yeah. your mom needs to hear what what she imparted to you because it is a an intense labor of love. Mm-hmm. And moms, you just need to know that you have done an incredible job and we all tripped up, we all dropped the arrow, we all made Mm -hmm. mistakes. Mm -hmm. But when we do our best, like I know you did, to keep your eyes on Jesus, Mm -hmm. you have launched those arrows in a powerful way and they are performing the works that the Lord has prepared for them. And so I just want to thank you both for your friendship to me, but your, your encouragement and your example to so many moms, uh, because nobody does it perfect, but you guys have sure done an incredible job. And um, I hope that everyone listening was encouraged. I would love for you to read the book and let us know what you agree with or disagree with, because really we can all learn so much from each other. Would one of you want to close us in prayer?
2: Father, we thank you for sons. Yes, God. Um, your son especially. Mm-hmm. Thank you for the sacrifice on the cross for the example. He was of compassion and um, staying on course and listening to you. He didn't do anything that he didn't hear you saying. That Father. Right. So may Amen. we take that on. And may our sons take that on as a mantle to listen for your voice and then do only what they hear you saying. Yes, Thank you for this ministry. We thank you for Candy's book. May it go across um, Mm -hmm. many miles and touch many moms' hearts. May they be encouraged to walk stronger and better as a mother of a son. Thank you, Lord. And... uh, We thank you for this time to share our hearts. I thank you for Janelle's friendship, for Candy's friendship, and uh, how she champions not only the unborn, but teenagers, youth, and even parents. Mm -hmm. Father, give her strength and courage as she goes forward in these Mm -hmm. next days for such a time as this. In your son's precious name we pray. Amen. Amen.
0: Thank you, girls. Thank Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Candy Gifts Podcast. For more information and other resources, visit candygifts.com.